So you got to have a business mindset. And if you are in a desperate season like I was, if you're in a this needs to work season, if you're in a I'm serious about this season and I'm shooting for being a YouTube entrepreneur and I'm not going to be a dabbler anymore, you can't be lollygagging with a bunch of lesser things when it comes to your business. You got to get some stuff moving. You got to pick up the phone, get some clients, really make a good video that's going to lead to growing your channel. You got to identify the things that really matter. Those are your income producing activities. Here's a question. Do you see your YouTube channel as a business or just a place that you post videos? Do you see the big picture and the path of how to actually make your YouTube channel a full-time career? We are in the middle of a series called Taking the Leap to Full-Time and class is in session today and we're talking all about YouTube Business 101. I'm Heather Torres, the host of the Think Media Podcast, the number one podcast to help you grow your influence on YouTube and then turn that influence into a high profit and a high impact online business. And we're going all in on YouTube business today. But before we get there, I wanna let you know that today's episode is brought to you by thinkmediasale.com. We are doing our holiday sale and I am so excited and honored to tell you about a brand new course called YouTube Made Simple course that we have available for you in a bundle with over 80% off. We're teaching you how to get to your first 1,000 subscribers and earn your first $1,000 on YouTube without a fancy camera, editing experience, or 50 hours a week to spend on your YouTube channel. We're teaching you about the mindsets that might be holding you back of being confident on camera and our action steps to get you to your first 1,000 subscribers and beyond. All of that is available for you over at thinkmediasale.com. Dot com. So make sure to go over and claim that brand new course at thinkmediasale.com. Now we are in the middle of a five part series. Over the last few weeks, we've been walking you through different pieces of taking the leap to full time on YouTube. This is the mission of our company. We wanna help 10,000 purpose-driven entrepreneurs create a full time living, doing what they love and making an impact in the world through the power of YouTube. And it all comes down to making sure that your YouTube channel is set up to actually profit. You can't actually run a business and actually succeed if you're not seeing the profit on the other side. So today we're jumping into your YouTube business plan. We've walked through the law of preparation, the law of momentum, the law of sacrifice, and today is all about the business side. So if you missed those other episodes, you can go back and watch them. But if you're just starting here, listen to this one first and then go back to the other pieces of the series. In this actual episode, we've broken it up into two different parts. The first part is actually from a talk that Sean gave at Grow With Video Live, which is our annual conference. And if you want information on that, go to growwithvideolive.com. But the first part is him talking through a piece of that talk at Grow With Video Live. And then the second part, Sean and I come back on and we talk about your YouTube business plan. How do you actually make that happen? And how do you actually start to make money on YouTube? All of that is in this episode. So I'll meet you on the other side of that conversation. Number four is a business mindset, is a business mindset. A huge essential to those two months being the gap that closed going to full time was having a business mindset, which means it wasn't going into these couple months just thinking, 
okay, so it's, it's YouTube time. Let me just make some random videos and let me just make some random things. It was literally me asking, okay, what is the shortest path to revenue? What's the shortest path to the revenue? If you talk to any of the think team members and you ask, what's it like on your weekly meetings on Zoom? Like what, what are some of the things that come up repeatedly on your guys' weekly meetings on Zoom? One of the things we ask every single day is what are your IPAs? In fact, it's not even just we have meetings on Monday morning, Wednesday morning, and Friday morning. But every single workday in Slack, Heather is like, rise and grind, what are your IPAs? And the entire team responds every single day with the thing they're going to do that moves the needle. But specifically, Sean, what does IPA stand for? They're like, wait, you guys... You drink IPA beers every day at the Think Media? Like, I want to work there. No, no, no. It's not IPA the beer. IPA stands for Income Producing Activities. So you got to have a business mindset. And if you are in a desperate season like I was, if you're in a this needs to work season, if you're in a I'm serious about this season and I'm shooting for being a YouTube entrepreneur and I'm not going to be a dabbler anymore, you can't be lollygagging with a bunch of lesser things when it comes to your business. Oh, let me get some better business cards. Oh, let me get the colors right on my website. Dude, who cares about your website right now? You got to get some stuff moving. You got to pick up the phone, get some clients, really make a good video that's going to lead to growing your channel. You got to identify the things that really matter. Those are your income-producing activities. And you'd be surprised. You know, you get really focused for a couple, couple months. You might be spending 50% of your side hustle time, 70% of your side hustle time, 80% of your side hustle time on the wrong things. If you're making the wrong topics, you're making the wrong videos during that time. And my friends, I'm guilty of that. Like, so during that time, I wasn't even hitting those 52 videos super perfect. A lot of these videos you'll see up here, I had some random vlogs down at the bottom on the page there. You can see the LA tour. That stuff was kind of more for myself, but that wasn't, there weren't really income producing activities. These top two videos was us working with Mixbook. Mixbook, I emailed them and they gave us just free Christmas cards, no money. And I, but I made two videos linked to affiliate accounts for Christmas photos. Like they'll print Christmas photos for you. And I knew how to, see, I was like cold emailing brands and stuff. And I was like, listen, I'm really good at this seminar, a ranking videos thing. Here's what I could do for your company. Would you want to maybe work together? And they're like, yeah, we'll give you some free Christmas cards and a free canvas. And if you review it, and that's what we did. If you look at these four videos, cool Christmas gifts, Christmas ideas, Amazon Black Friday deals, and is Amazon Prime worth it? Those are IPA videos. Every other video on that page really isn't an income-producing video. A few bucks from AdSense, but what I'm saying is through affiliate marketing, those videos are directly connected to actually generating income if the videos get views. They're directly connected to the intent of the viewer is, hmm, I'm thinking about getting Christmas cards. Oh, these do look nice. And I'm like, yeah, they, these are nice. And just reviewing them, they're like, oh, order Christmas cards. They click the link. And so I'm generating money. That's how I got to full-time during those two months. Look at this page. So on this channel, which I do not recommend spreading yourself across three channels, I, on the Video Influencer channel, there's really only two videos. Now, again, you could go into brand or influence or interviews or collaboration or connection. But again, for my business model, this doesn't have to be your business model, but for my strategy of making videos, ranking them in affiliate marketing, the video lighting tutorial, the DSLR video, the tech under $50, 
those were IPAs, income-producing activities. What that shows you is that I even still, I was not necessarily being super intentional or I wasn't being even as hyper-focused as I could be. It worked out. And it was still good to take action and sometimes MIA, massive, imperfect action. But here's where it gets really interesting. Like I was sitting on the smartest thing the entire time. And even me, if you feel like, oh, I kind of feel confused, I'm on the journey to clarity, you and me both, friend, like there's, there's stages, this is 2015, I'm just fighting for survival. Think Media was no question my greatest strength, the best brand, the best everything, but it was also the shortest path to revenue because every single one of these videos was about gear or wide angle lens or a Bluetooth speaker or about a luggage scale. That, I, I did all that because I was going to South Africa. So I tested out that how to overcome jet lag thing. And I, I did famebit.com brand deals. That's not even around anymore at the time. And so I, these were income producing activities. And for those months on YouTube AdSense, remember I lost $5,000 from my clients. It took th over three months time during that season, I earned $716 in YouTube AdSense, okay? Um, but in December of 2015, I earned $4,704 from the Amazon, excuse me, affiliate program. You could see on the screen, you get paid uh, a couple months delayed. So in February of 2016, at the bottom of the page, at the bottom of the circle, it says 4,700. So you look back to December on the other side of the work that I was putting in, and then you see the following months. You look on the other side of that, and you could see that I had crossed that $5,000 mark on the other side of those two months. It was on the other side of the law of preparation. It was on the other side of the law of momentum. It was with the business mindset. What, was the, what were my income-producing activities? And I, there was a car that was moving that I began to steer, and I went all in with a season of sacrifice to get to that January of now we had replaced that lost income. So here's a question for you is what is the shortest path to revenue for your channel? What's the shortest path to revenue for your channel? Again, I do think proving, picking a proven and profitable niche and doing YouTube and affiliate marketing as so many in the VRA fam understand, but the key is to reverse engineer for your industry and your niche. You might cover, let's say you cover news. We have a lot of people in our community. I think about like Bobby Eberly got a silver play button. Like he doesn't do affiliate marketing. He covers news from a conservative perspective. And so it's like working with donors. It's YouTube AdSense because he's scaling up his views. It's, it's, it's all kinds of like, so there's different business models. I'm not suggesting this is the only one. I'm just telling you my story and saying that once I knew what it was, the key is to define it, get momentum with it, and then you work it. What is your business plan? Another way to put it would be like, what is your YouTube business plan? It's kind of a weird question because I know that when I first started making videos, it was for my church in 2007. And I started to have like little sparks of like, could I be a YouTuber one day? What even is a YouTuber? It wasn't even a term YouTuber. There was a guy named Julian Smith and he had a, one of his famous videos was on Malk, not mm -hmm. milk, but Malk. And like, you were kind of just trying to figure out what's this going to look like. But, but you think, isn't this just like the, the magical slot machine that I just, I put videos in, pull the lever and money comes out. Like, what do you mean business plan? But one of the things we've discovered as the journey to being coming a YouTube entrepreneur is you got to have a business plan. And there's no doubt about it that on that journey to full time, 
it wasn't just two months of me hustling and doing random activities. It was going into two months of having like knowing exactly what I was doing because I had been through the season of the law of preparation and I was going in with an actual plan and executing with focus by that time. But that came after a lot of years of wandering in random directions and spending a ton of time on activities that just would, didn't really move the needle. What have you noticed maybe in your personal life or from people that we've even coached where sometimes they lack the business practicality? of building their YouTube channel, their personal brand, their business. Yeah, uh, and this is really good to even discuss as to like why people quit YouTube is because there's no plan wrapped around it. Mm. They're literally just making videos. And if making videos is a fun hobby, then keep it as a hobby. But we see YouTube as a vehicle for getting your message out there, as a vehicle for creating an online business. And so when I, when we're coaching people or we're seeing people who are just making random videos, this actually happens a lot in the quote unquote vlogging niche, right? Where people just wanna like make videos about themselves, make videos about the things they're interested in, but they haven't actually thought through, how am I gonna monetize this? How am I gonna make this actually become a business? And not that vlogging can't be a business, but it is one of the harder ways to go about it. When I think about someone like uh, Matthew Stratton, who's a part of our community, um, he just quit his job, went full time, uh, last year. And when I think about his way to get to full time, it wasn't actually through massive views. Matthew was diligent in making niche style content for his exact audience. He then, because he saw a trend in his space, made a very specific course for a very specific thing and was able to then go full time on having multiple streams of income set up. I see this with Leonardo Torres, who's in our community Video Ranking Academy. He's in the entertainment niche, but he was smart and he went into YouTube thinking, how am I going to monetize this? So he set up a Patreon right away. He set up, um, he set up donations right away. People can literally just send him money and they do every single month for his content. He's now uh, created a full-time living, full-time on YouTube, because he figured out the business around his YouTube. You shared one way, affiliate marketing, and you're right, it's not necessarily the thing for everyone. It makes me think of Jen DeVore. She's in our community, she has 500 subscribers, Sean. But because she has a business model wrapped around her YouTube channel, where she's coaching people on how to do something, right, she's in attraction marketing, she's making $10,000 a month. 500 subscribers. Most people would see her channel and be like, nah, she's just getting started. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, some of her videos have literally 112 views on them. She's making $10,000 because she understands the business model around YouTube. Man, that's the power of a business plan. And I think, again, it shows you that we have a lot of stories like that. That reminds me of Carrie. He does print-on-demand shirts and all that. He, he posted in our video, Ranked Academy, he has less than 5,000 subscribers right around there. And he's doing 10K, 15K, 20K a month because of multiple income streams. Because it's not just about having a random audience or just random views. It's about having the right views. And so Think Media Podcast community should be asking like, okay, what is my, what's a business plan? Say, what's your sales plan? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't know. I don't, I'm not going to sell anything. Well, that's a good question to ask. Maybe you should sell something or what will you sell someday? How will you sell it? What's your fulfillment of that product? Again, could it be a digital course or merch? Or is it affiliate marketing? Or is it brand deals? And even if it's brand deals, how are you going to have deal flow? Mm -hmm. Are you, When are you going to reach out to these brands? How are you marketing your channel? Of course, we would teach you use search. You use suggested. YouTube in and of itself could be distribution for your content, but there might be other ways. 
Are you going to events? Are you collaborating? So what's your sales? What's your marketing? What's your customer service? What's your fulfillment? What are the elements of your business? Now, I totally understand that sometimes when this is a new concept, that's overwhelming because you, your answer is like, well, I, I don't know. Mm -hmm. But but shifting your thinking to this mindset is huge. In the past couple episodes, we talked about the law of preparation. During that entire season, I was studying business. Mm -hmm. You shouldn't just be studying YouTube. You should be studying business. Yeah. So I was studying business. I was studying online business. I was studying online marketing. You shouldn't just be studying YouTube. You should be studying online marketing. I was thinking about, okay, what are all the different moving pieces that I need to learn, master, wrap my head around? That determined what books am I reading? And then I think where this one really becomes interesting is that question that we ask the Think Media team every single day in Slack, mm -hmm. what are your IPAs? Mm -hmm. What I learned is that over the years, and even call it 2010, even through 2000, even 15, 16, and 17, that I would still spend time, not necessarily on my income producing activities. Another way to put it is your highest value activities. Heather, have you ever noticed mm -hmm. that some of the people that we coach, they're like, so it's like, what is on your to-do list? Well, I still need to get business cards. I'm trying to set up my LLC. Mm -hmm. I'm waiting until the web designer comes through. I'm trying to get some brand photography photos. Uh, I'm thinking about, you know, I'm going to write a blog post or two or whatever. And it's like, okay, maybe all of that doesn't necessarily go and produce income. And if you start looking at the limited hours you have in the side hustle season and the solopreneur season, you want to be focusing just on producing income because mm -hmm. cash flow is oxygen for a business. And so you want to get cash flowing. And, and therefore, there might be 25 video ideas you, you have. You should ask, which ones would actually produce income? Mm -hmm. Would it just be? And I was doing some random vlogs. By the way, they were a part of self-expression. Hey, more power to you yeah. if you want to be creative and, and self-expression. But like that is not going to move the needle. You can't cash self-expression right. at the bank to pay your mortgage. So when you're in this season, this is the full-time series. How do you go from quitting your nine-to-five, going to full-time? You got to be hyper-intentional on what are your IPAs? What are your income producing activities? What are the top 20% of the things that really matter in building your YouTube business, your YouTube career, your online business? Focus just on those and almost ignore everything else. Yeah, you said it in one of the earlier episodes. And so make sure you go back and listen to those because we really are building these in order. You said, how much is it gonna take for you to go full-time, right? We talked about the 25% rule of, of taking that leap and going full-time. But here's the funny thing. We ask this a lot in our high-level masterminds. We ask this when we're doing our online coaching. We say, what is that number? Someone gives us that number. Let's say it's 5,000. And we say, okay, well, what are you selling? And, and most of the time, if you have some momentum, you already know that you need an income, right? It, it, whether it is through YouTube ads or through coaching or through selling something, a course or whatever that is, and we'll say, okay, how many of those do you have to get to? Mm -hmm. Because for some reason, when you're unfocused on even the number of how many you need to get to, maybe you have a, uh, like our like um, uh, Jen, she's selling a package. Let's say it's 2,000. I'm not sure her actual package. But if she's like, I want to get to 10,000, she needs five clients a month. Mm -hmm. So now you've just allowed, rather than saying, I need to make $10,000, that seems huge, yep. right? When you say, I need to figure out how to get five clients, you actually start to make that goal a lot more attainable. Okay, now how am I going to get five clients? How many phone calls do I need to make? 
We're serious. As a YouTuber, that doesn't mean you're just making videos. It means how many brands yep. do you need to email because you're going to get no's. So when, what is the number? How many how many actions do you need to be taking? When we talk about income producing activities, that's what we're talking about. We're not talking about like, I need to clear my inbox. I need to answer the DMs on my social media. Maybe yeah. if that's the role that you're in. Or maybe not. Or maybe not. I mean, there were seasons, Sean, you and I went weeks without oh, yeah. checking our d weeks ignored social ignored social why it was it social media for us and what we're building and what we're teaching people to build the other apps are not income producing activities they they can be later on but build on youtube first yeah. right so when you think about what are the ipas it's also just saying realistically what is the end goal what am i trying to get to and so then backtracking and saying okay i need to make I need to email six brands a day. How am I going to do that? What is my template? Like all of those questions start to come into play and you can actually start to laser focus yourself on what is actually an IPA. We get that question so much. Okay, I'm going to do an IPA. What is it? It could be making a video. It's making the right video. You were doing a video on there and you said you had reviewed a luggage scale. P.S. I don't know anyone that would review a luggage scale, but sure. you saw it, right? Yeah. And when I was looking at it, 8,000 people have watched that video. Yes. Okay. I don't think that randomly, you know, uh, a person is just going to YouTube and going, you know what I really want to watch today? <laughs> a review on a luggage scale. Yep. No. Who's the person looking for a luggage scale? The person who wants to buy. The person about to buy one. A luggage scale. And so if people can be the person before the purchase you will start to see your income increase. Yep. Whatever that purchase is, it could be through affiliate marketing. It could be someone else's course. It could be your own course. It could be your own coaching. It could be so many things. Uh, we teach here at Think Media 51 ways to make money on on YouTube. We're just sh shouting out, what, four, five yeah. here? Be the person before the buy button and you'll start to see your income increase. I'm so glad you brought that up. I mean, I think that's a cool place to kind of land the plane, but really to dig deep is is do the math. Mm -hmm. And a business plan would have uh, would be doing the math. Another way to think about it is how would you pitch an investor? Mm -hmm. If you were going to sit down in front of an investor that was going to give you money to run your YouTube channel, that's even a possible scenario. It is. We don't necessarily recommend it, but imagine you're sitting across and you're saying, listen, I want to quit my job. I want to do YouTube full time. And here's the timeline. Here's the math. Of course, there's maybe like, conservative scenario, a little bit better scenario, miracle scenario. This is what a business plan would have. So you're sitting across from an investor. Maybe you're asking for six figures. Maybe you're saying what this, this is what it's going to pay for. It's going to pay me for 12 months so I could support my family. It's going to pay for the startup equipment. It's going to pay. Have you even really done the macro math? And you said it exactly right. Then what are you going to sell? If you say, I don't know, mm -hmm. would that investor invest with you? So like, so how exactly are you making money and how many of X actions do you need to take in order to produce that money? I'm not really sure. I haven't, I haven't got that far. I'm just hoping that, that the fame on the other side of me posting videos is going to be the magical slot machine, the YouTube slot machine. And out will come coins that will, well, the investor's probably going to be like, oh, I'll pass. Mm -hmm. So not only will this, you know, help you have more confidence on what it is you're building. And of course, like if you need help with that, dive deep into our program, Video yeah. Ranking Academy, because that's about getting the mechanics 
and about getting those details and those nuances. That's why we do our event, Grow With Video Live. Because obviously, sometimes you're like, that's kind of overwhelming. I don't know how to fill those pieces in. Well, again, that's what we help you with here at Think Media. But what is the math? What are uh, What is the actual numbers that go behind that? And the powerful thing about, I remember another coaching we did, I think it was with with Jake, mm-hmm. and I don't remember the exact numbers, but sometimes this is a scenario you're in. It could be with Jen as well. Your YouTube channel is a long play. Mm-hmm. YouTube is a long game. It's building long-term brand, long-term momentum. Yes, sometimes you can have success in the short term, but where your YouTube channel gets really interesting is it's like dig your well before you're thirsty. Mm-hmm. You spend one, two, three, four, five years digging, and now there's a flood of influence, opportunity, sales, YouTube ad revenue, all that happening. But that might be the long play. And I remember talking to Jake and, it, and he was still like getting views to the t- to in the tens and in the hundreds. But then I, but he was doing like architectural and he had like an agency or marketing for ar- architects and yep. things like that. Right. And I was like, how many clients a month do you need to hit your financial targets in business sustainability? He's like two. Well, I was like, Bro, actually, you should go with just your personal brand on LinkedIn, not even like video, Mm -hmm. and just go get two clients Mm -hmm. a month. Like that's that to me, that's like a word of mouth. Now, that doesn't negate saying, well, then was YouTube not the no, no, no. You're building kind of two things at once, but they tie together. You're realizing that like where are those types of clients going to come from? Referrals, your LinkedIn network, you know, picking up the phone, making a phone call. And I remember he was bold and he said, I'm actually somewhat afraid to go get business like that. Yeah. And I'm kind of hiding behind my video camera and video editing, putting out, throwing out lures into the ocean YouTube wise to just hope that I catch clients and they come in. Right. Well, that might happen eventually, but we're asking you to do both. Mm -hmm. Like whatever your business mindset requires, that's why you really figure out what it is. And to your point, again, I'm just lobbing out videos hoping one day my favorite brand knocks on my door and wants to work with me. No, you're lobbing out videos and doing the other work of cold emailing brands. I mentioned that. We discovered in that uh, full-time content entrepreneur report that those content entrepreneurs, those YouTube entrepreneurs, actually spend 30% of their week creating content. Mm -hmm. Well, what are they doing during the other 70%? emailing brands. And like you said, they're emailing 10 brands, 20, 30, no responses. All right, take a nap, get back up, Mm -hmm. email another 30 brands. Sure enough, someone responds to you, you start negotiating. That's how deal flow starts happening. That's how your portfolio starts building. That's how momentum begins to grow. Those become income producing activities. And when you realize just posting random reels on Instagram or just posting random Here's my cool battle station. Here's my setup. Like, that's kind of cool. But sometimes we just kind of want to flex or just dabble or Mm -hmm. just whatever or just sort of look at me. Selfie, I'm in my creative zone today. I got my creative on. Like, okay, that's cool. But like, did that actually, is that going to produce income? Right. Sitting down and actually sending out 10 targeted strategic emails where you've researched and found the people who are the marketing managers and brand managers of 10 brands via LinkedIn, because uh, that information is on LinkedIn, via who you're following on Twitter, building your network, sitting down and scheduling out the event you're going to attend, grow a video live, who's going to be there, who you're going to network, who you're going to collab with, really building out the mechanics mm-hmm. 
of a YouTube entrepreneur career instead of just the selfie, me on my grind, rise and grind. Now, hey, uh, Sean, that's what you do. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. Right, right. Okay? Right. Because this, I if you're doing what I do, you're doing the wrong thing. Right. Because if you're listening to this, you probably don't have mm. a multiple seven, eight figures over the last few years company. That's, that's a, we're just slightly in a different place. Yeah. You shouldn't be doing what the people are doing there. You need to do what they did to get there. And that was... Let's recap the episodes. Law of preparation. Yep. Law of momentum. Season of sacrifice. And you got to have that business mindset. Mm -hmm. And it's those are the building blocks that are going to get you out of that nine to five into full time. Yeah, you just said it right there, Sean. It really is about making sure you've got the plan of doing this. So question, what are your IPAs? What are you going to do next? Man, what are your IPAs? Yes, and we're going to jump into the last episode next week. I can't wait to get into it because I think this is actually the fast track for people. Um, and this is, you know, we said in the last episode, uh, man, we're just telling you how easy this is, right? It's going to take five years. No, we've created a system that actually we have seen multiple people go through. Actually, we've seen now thousands of people go through it. We've seen hundreds of people get success or thousands of people with success, hundreds of people that are probably now full time um, as we're pulling people and data and all the things. But man, I can't wait for people to hear the proven system. Yeah, I can't wait as well. And uh, we'll see you in that episode. Well, I hope that conversation left you with something to think about. And I have a question for you. Are you actually thinking about your YouTube channel like a business? Or can we be honest, and it really is just an expensive hobby? Have you actually thought about your YouTube business plan? What is your shortest path to revenue? Have you actually written these things down? Because if it's not written, it's not real. So I wanna encourage you to grab a journal, grab a notebook, and just digest this entire talk so that you can start making success and moves forward on your YouTube channel. Now, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, I wanna say thank you so much for making it all the way through today's episode. And I wanna encourage you that if you liked this type of content, we deliver it every single Tuesday, plus bonus episodes. So make sure you're subscribed wherever you like to consume podcasts on. And if you are one of our Apple iTunes listeners, I wanna thank you for rating and reviewing our podcast. We over, uh, right now we have over 400 reviews on the podcast. That means the world to us because it allows more people to see what the Think Media podcast is all about and how it can help them grow their YouTube channel as well. And every week I love to shout out someone from that rating and reviewing over on iTunes. And today comes from NextGenRN. NextGenRN says, I just need to start and press record. I've been discouraged previously because I felt like I'm never going to be as good as Mr. Beast, Jarvis Johnson, Drew Gooden, but they have inspired me to just press record and I can build a YouTube empire. I love that they did two episodes about that. Can't wait to listen to more. Thank you so much, NextGenRN, for leaving that comment. And man, I can so relate to that, to feeling like, why even get started? Other people are doing this. I'm not gonna be good enough, but I just want you to know that we are here for you. The reason we're putting this podcast out, trying to make it the best quality we can, trying to bring you topics like how to build a YouTube empire is because YouTube has changed our lives. And not just YouTube, but it's the skills of understanding business and communication and the pieces that people don't want to talk about, like the law of preparation and the law of sacrifice and actually writing down a business plan. You can do this next gen RN. I'm so excited for your journey and you just have to show up as you. 
And if you're just getting started and you're just learning how to press record, make sure you get that holiday bundle that we have for you. It is all about how to get those first 1,000 subscribers. We talk about how to film, edit, and upload your video. We go through the steps of the mindsets that you have to overcome to get comfortable on camera. I can tell you that I know this is not easy. It has taken years for me to get this comfortable on camera, but I'm sharing those principles that I've learned over the last decade to actually become confident to share the message that I know is right for you. And I know you have a message inside of you that's just waiting to get out. So if you know that your next step is to get that holiday bundle, I wanna encourage you to go there now at thinkmediasale.com. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We have one more part of this five-part series. We're gonna be closing that out next week. So make sure you're subscribed, locked into the Tuesday ritual of the Think Media podcast, and we'll catch you in the next episode. Bye. Did you see thinkmediasale.com? For the holidays, we're giving you 80% off our brand new YouTube Made Simple course bundle. Get over $1,900 worth of our best courses, tools, templates, and more. Just go to thinkmediasale.com.